0: why don't you take your Bibles and meet me in the good gospel of Matthew chapter 4. Let's talk today about how Jesus struck the devil out. Three strikes, you're out, and the devil had to pack up his bags and leave. I believe God's going to give you victory after victory. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word that it's in your word that we find principles for winning. So Father, by your Holy Spirit, help us to see How Jesus consistently overcame the devil, and by your grace, help us to apply it to our lives today. In Jesus' name, we all say Amen. Verse 1 Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry wouldn't that be the time that the devil would show up and that's exactly what he did and he has strategy planning he will look for the attack and he'll attack when he thinks it's actually your weakest moment now you may be weak physically but the primary thing is that you have strength spiritually and if you have spiritual strength well that's more important than the physical strength so the Holy Spirit knew that this attack was going to be coming that's why he impressed strongly led Jesus to go out into the wilderness fast and pray and get ready because the enemy's going to come and it's the same devil that took out the first Adam Adam and Eve Adam in the Garden of Eden Adam through sin allowed the curse of sin to come into the earth and and thus plague humanity for all of those uh, centuries and millennia. Now Jesus comes and Paul in his writings in the book of Roman referred to, excuse me, in the book of Romans, he referred to Jesus as the second Adam. So, Jesus comes on the scene, and Satan is thinking, I took the first Adam out, I'm going to take him out too. But it it doesn't go well for the devil, and we're going to see why. There's been a time of preparation, the Holy Spirit helping Jesus to get ready, and he's fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Of course, afterward, he was hungry hunger the return of true hunger is the best indicator that your fast is a wrap and we all have different levels of reserve Jesus was able to go 40 days and 40 nights and that was the absolute place that's when he's completely out of reserves and once you hit that point you have a very thin line before your body switches over and begins to uh eat even what we would refer to as living muscle tissue so the body is very proficient God designed us this way Uh, if there's fasting it's going to begin to burn up all the fat reserves and so it takes care of all of that but if you get to a place you have no more reserves your body begins to turn on you, and then in an order to try to stay alive, will begin to consume muscle tissue and other things that uh, are not supposed to be on the menu. So my friends, Jesus has reached that very critical point. His hunger has returned. Uh, it's time to break the fast and, and to start eating again. But when you're out in the middle of a desert area there's no grocery stores, there's no supermarkets, uh, no little gas stations that you can drive to and grab something to satisfy your hunger. There's nothing out there. So he's very hungry. He's very weak. And so the enemy launches the first temptation, which is that of physical temptation, because Jesus is very hungry. So the enemy, very methodical, uh, well planned, thought out in the layout of his attacks. But nevertheless, the enemy struck out three times. Okay, let's find out what happened. Verse 3 Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, If, and he so often begins with that phrase, that statement of if, an immediate attempt to sow a seed of doubt. Doubt about what, Pastor Stephen? Uh, doubt about what God said that's what he's trying to move you from trying to get you off of the Word of God if you are the Son of God command that these stones become bread so he hits the Lord in all three areas physical soul and even spiritual right now he is attacking the physical element of his humanity by trying to get him to take care of his hunger physical needs in a way That is not appropriate in the eyes of God if you are the son of God command that these stones become bread but he answered and said it is written and that's that's how you get the enemy to strike out he doesn't know how to deal with a man or woman that knows how to handle the sword of the spirit the word of God he's he will come like he's confident the enemy will come with this appearance of great confidence and strength but but behind that Uh, false persona he's very very concerned about any skilled believer who is strong in the word and knows how to use the sword of the spirit so Jesus pulls it right out and goes to work it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God I think we have to be so Solid in the Word of God that we will not break it, even if it means that a need remains unmet. There are ways that you can meet needs. Outside the boundaries of scripture but if you do that you may think i've solved a problem but no you've actually created a larger problem so don't don't buy into that lie pastor Stephen. i can't pay my taxes i i know what i'll do i'll just cheat and i'll fudge the numbers and they won't know now now you think you've solved the problem no it, this is not how you deal with things like this always stay with the written word go with the principles and the the uh, ethics of God, and you'll always be okay. Don't ever deviate from that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. If you were to look at that in the original Greek language, by every rhema, every rhema that proceeds from the mouth of God. And so a rhema word is a word that is compared in Scripture, Paul compared it to the sword of the Spirit. He said, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Well, again, the Greek, the sword of the spirit, which is the rhema of God. That's a living word. Sharp, 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 sharp. And that's what you live by. Oh, yes. Bread is good. I like sourdough bread, multigrain bread. I, I like all kinds of bread and pizza and these other things too. But that only satisfies and feeds your physical man you you can't live on that only you were not designed for that you have to have the word of God it makes you whole it makes you strong just like eating certain types of food that have uh, carbohydrates give you energy protein gives you strength well it's the word of God that gives you the nourishment to live the quality of life uh that God wants you to have you know you can't live off candy bars and, uh, you know, just all this sugar and stuff like that, you have to have real food. And there's a point where your body will crave real food. And so there's a point your spirit craves the Word of God. And as a Christian, you need to jump into the Scriptures and find that rhema Word of God, because that's the Word that cuts the enemy up. You don't need to throw the whole book at the devil. You just need to throw those sharp Scriptures that are quickened by the Spirit. And it's those Scriptures he can't deal with, and it's also those Scriptures that are designed to put you over in victory they are personal promises you can take that word and you can just you can literally base your life off of it and that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to live by that praise God thank you Lord Jesus okay so strike one on the enemy uh, verse 5 then the devil took him up into the holy city that of course would be Jerusalem set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him if Oh, he's very persistent, isn't he? To try to cast doubt, to try to get you to uh, question the integrity of God's word. So he's very good with that if. So when you see doubt, if these types of things being uh, pushed on you concerning promises of God, you have to know the origin and the source of where that is coming from. So he said, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written. Oh, you know, before we get into this, can you just imagine that if Jesus would have been foolish enough to do that, that the devil would have been snickering and laughing while Jesus is falling, knowing that Jesus is going to hit the rocks, and the devil knew it all the time. Uh, He would have snickered and laughed that he would have been able to trick somebody into doing something so crazy, and he takes scripture out of context, and he also Uh, applies a misinterpretation of scripture tries to push that over on Jesus but you know when you're mature in the word that stuff won't work and you see right through that and as a Christian you really move into a place where you recognize clearly faith foolishness and presumption to a mature believer you know what real faith is you know when you're getting off of platform of faith over into a place you don't really have faith for that and there are people that can move so far off faith they even get over into what we would call foolishness and uh you know a normal person looks back, stands back and says that's not a good idea uh, that's not going to work oh yes it will i've got faith no that's not faith that's foolishness and I believe we need to know the word of God and we need to, uh, uh, have that type of brotherhood and community where we're able to speak into the lives of young believers and help them uh, lest they make decisions that could take them years and years to recover from so there's faith there's foolishness and then there's the element sometimes people get over into this realm of presumption they just thought God was in it well what made you think that well at the time it seemed like uh, you know it'd be okay but you know the more of the word that you have on the inside you can begin to just filter all this out. it's not complicated uh, I believe the word really cleans your mind washes your mind and it makes things of God very simple to understand praise the Lord and so uh, this is what the enemy said watch him quote scripture from Psalm 91 he shall give his angels charge over you and gives him another one in their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone so jump Jesus jump show us and prove it prove to us and uh, th- th- this is crazy stuff. So uh, th- this is the enemy having first tried to attack the flesh, humanity aspect of Jesus because he's hungry. Tried to get Jesus to do something that he's not authorized to do, uh, getting to do it in the flesh, uh, like, kind of like Moses striking the rock. Uh, water came out, but God was very upset about that, and because of that, Moses was not allowed to go into the promised land. And so you cannot misabuse true authority that God gives you, and those those that do have it know you have to be very very careful with it and so the Lord is not about to blow it on that and then we get over here into this area uh, moving from physical now to a temptation with the soul where this is an uh, ego thing and you know there's an element where we do need to feel good about ourselves take care of ourselves have confidence within who God has made us to be but um you know we all need to be able to laugh if we make a mistake yep missed it on that oh yeah that I, I sure looked silly doing that didn't I we need to be uh uh free and have fun and just walk in humility uh and and be very careful of pride and and uh this thing of ego well I'll jump I'll show you you're gonna take me on I'll and challenge me I'll just jump right now oh you know and uh then then you um then you hit the rocks I uh th- odd as it is I I know a person that was tempted into jumping everybody said jump jump because it was a real high uh, place and the person jumped jumped into the water and made a big splash and everybody thought wow that was really cool that person actually did it actually did it look at wow, wow what a jump wow and so the person jumped into water and caught a pathological virus that went through their blood system and the person almost died of course of course everybody else is standing up there on the rocks going jump jump they never got in the water (laughs) why did the person jump ego ego pride so this this soul thing be very careful watch out for that look at the Lord's response verse 7 Jesus said to him It is written, okay, so always base your premise, your reaction, your response from a biblical perspective. It is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God don't tempt the Lord don't test the Lord we're not going to get into presumption we're certainly not going to do something foolish we're going to stay on firm faith now there is a place where uh, faith requires you to step out uh, by uh, sometimes without really uh, knowing how this is going to unfold but when it's true faith and your faith level at that is comfortable and the Lord is with you you're okay but um I think we all know what foolishness is, but the enemy, he'll still try it on Christians, try to push people into these things. Don't let that pushing thing uh, get behind you. Always just go be calm, go slow, go easy, trust the Lord. Hallelujah. And so the the enemy strikes out again, and he doesn't know how to deal with Jesus. It is written again, you shall not tempt or put to the test the Lord your God. Well, the enemy's very crafty, very sneaky. He doesn't give up easily. Verse 8, again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain. I don't know which one it was. Uh, Perhaps not Mount Everest. Doesn't say it was the highest one, but it was pretty high wherever it was at. And showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. Well, Pastor Stephen, I thought God was the one that was the sole possessor of glory. Well, the word glory here is used to refer to the wealth of the kingdoms, the splendor of the various empires of the time with uh, uh, you know all the people and all the the wealth such as the gold and the, all the other material items a lot, a lot of stuff a lot of glory and he said to him all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me so this tests the spiritual nature of Jesus we've had spirit we've had soul and now this is the spirit where is your worship going to be directed towards and the enemy has permission to offer the Lord a deal an opportunity for Jesus to come over to the dark side well we know that Jesus didn't take it and I'm certainly glad that he didn't but you know these are real temptations I I don't think a person should just read through this and and think "Ah, that stuff didn't phase Jesus well if it didn't have some kind of a pull he wouldn't be human and if he were not human then he would not be qualified to redeem us from the sin that had wrecked the human race but nevertheless he was fully human still it's a mystery still fully God but he was tempted this is the temptation of Christ if it were not a true temptation then this would be fake so it says in verse 10 then Jesus said to him away with you satan for it is written all three temptations dealt with three responses that result in the devil getting three strikes and if it's three strikes you are out and he said away with you satan for it is written you shall worship the lord your god and him only you Shall serve praise the Lord yes there are people today that have uh, worldwide fame notoriety but some people have gotten into these places by having agreements with the dark side and the enemy is able to lift them up lift them up and but oh I, I tell you uh, it still happens today it still happens today There was a great minister and he told the story how uh, the, the Satan appeared to him in a vision and said I have been granted permission by God to appear before you and make my appeal so Satan made his appeal to this minister and said if you will leave the Lord and come and serve me I will make you A prophet that's known to the world but you will be my prophet and I will give you wealth I will give you riches people will throw money at your feet I have the power to release this upon you so what do you say and the minister you know he he wasn't going to go for it Uh, but you know when the enemy does these things this you know he tries to give you the uh, exclusivity of seeing what it would what it would offer to you so that's what he did that Jesus showed him all the kingdoms of the world I've got this one I've got this kingdom over here all these people they'll all bow down before you they'll all worship you if you'll worship me we could work together Uh, so just come over here well this one minister Uh, he just, he told the devil, he said, he said, no, he said, you never died for me. And Jesus did. So I'm staying with him. And you know, that, that minister went on to have a worldwide known prophetic ministry, very, very uh, strong prophetic gift. And, uh, and he's passed away. He's in heaven now. And he was responsible for leading countless souls to the Lord and his ministry still continues in the earth today through his very uh, gifted anointed and capable son praise God so there's a point where the enemy presents and then you have the authority to rebuke and say get out of here don't want anything to do with your stuff and so the Lord sitting packing three strikes Satan you're out it is written it is written it is written and those things really undo the devil stay on the word Uh, if you stay on your feelings or stay on your emotions those things can sway back and forth but if you'll stick with the word you'll be okay verse 11 then the devil left him and behold angels came and ministered to him it's it was a it was a grueling temptation because you know even the first temptation of turn the stones in the bread well when you're at that point where you're really hungry and you finished a long fast, your hunger's returned. That means the fast is complete. Well, uh, those of you that have been to that end of the journey on a, on a long fast, you'll, you'll understand that your body is so weak that just to take a a step, you have to labor to take that step and uh, everything is weak. Uh, It just takes tremendous effort to walk a short distance so he's out there with no way to really get back because there's no food to get the energy he needs so he just he just wiped out but that's why the angels came they came and they ministered to him God God will always help you if you lay your life down for the Lord if you give your best the Lord will always meet you and he will give you his best and if he has to he'll send angels to help you praise God my friends this is how you overcome the enemy over and over and over just stay on the word it is written it is written well pastor Stephen, this is how i feel about it though where can you substantiate your feelings with scripture well no i'm not really into that i'm just into my viewpoint well if your viewpoint doesn't agree with what god said uh you know you can make your own choice but i'm sticking with what god said because when it's all said and done the book is right and anybody that doesn't agree with that they will be proven to be wrong but my friends, the victory is in the strength of the word following that principle. Well, if you're going to say it is written, you need to know the word. Praise God. You need to know Jesus as the person, and you need to know his expressed word because his word is his will. And the more you know the word, really, the more you understand and know him. Praise God. So it's a continuing ongoing journey and it gets sweeter and better with each passing day as you continue to draw near to him. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, I pray for your people that the strength of your word be infused into their life. That as they go through the scriptures, they just catch those rhema words that bring such vibrancy and uh, explosions of faith that they just keep feeding uh, and feeding and growing stronger and stronger so that they always have their sword sharp and they're always ready to speak forth that proceeding word. Father, we give you praise. Thank you for your grace and your goodness in Jesus name. We all agree and say amen. Let's take communion today. Please grab some unleavened bread and some grape juice. And we'll bless it and we'll 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 receive it together. Thank you Jesus. Father, we bless and consecrate the bread, the juice. It is now the flesh and the blood of Jesus. Father, we are faith people. When we look at this, we We see a little wafer, but by faith we know that this is the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, Father, we receive it according to the word of the Lord, and we thank you for the rhema word coming forth to us by the quickening power of your spirit in Jesus' name. Let's receive. Praise the Lord. Father, thank you for Jesus who overcame the devil, the world, temptation, and sin, he overcame all of it as a man, anointed by the Spirit, and he lived a perfect, sinless life. And so, Father, because of Christ and our acceptance of him, we are now tied in with his victory, his death, his burial and yes his resurrection we thank you father God his strength his, his anointing his glory his peace and so father we connect our lives with identifying with Jesus and his strength to overcome and Lord as Jesus would respond with the word let our responses originate from good understanding of scripture thank you father we now receive the blood of Jesus. Let's drink together. Praise God. My friends, we can overcome any trial, any temptation through our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit will bring that right response. And the more of the knowledge of the Word you have, the more options the Spirit has to bring up, the sharpness, the response that's needed to keep you in a continual state of living holy before the Lord, living in strength before the Lord and living in victory. Praise God. For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.